Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With so many entertainment options at our disposal these days, it's hard to sift through the things that suck. So much something in your And from the things that are truly awesome. Yes. That's awesome. The Drew Olson Show is here to help. It's time for Art Appreciation, featuring State Journal Prep Sports Editor, Art Kabelowski. All right, let's class up the joint a little bit. The Drew Olson Show, powered by Wisconsin Harley-Davidson, joined by intern Josh and Armin KB is out playing golf. He'll be back later. And we say good afternoon to Art. Hi, Art. Hey, good afternoon. So you're going to class up the joint. Who else are you going to have on then besides me? Uh, Emily Post, Miss Manners, is going to join there us. There you go. So I'm drinking, I'm slurping my Diet Coke with my pinky extended, just in your honor. Fantastic. So, all right, a couple things to get to, Art. You know how things trickle down? We've talked about this in, in the past, about how sports, um, people imitate what they see. The Little League World Series is on right now, one of my least favorite events of the year. It's overcovered, overhyped, and... Um, People trying to wrangle money out of it and sell, package it and sell it. Uh, but it made me think, all right, they announced yesterday that the Bucks are playing on Christmas Day, which is great unless you like are the Bucks PR guy and want to spend time with your family or Ted Davis is going to be on the road now on Christmas Day. It used to be a, a day off for them. They've reached a point where they're good enough to make it on Christmas Day. They're one of like 10 teams playing on Christmas Day in the early game against New York. How long until some high school basketball tournament has a game or somebody has a game on Christmas Day in high schools because and the reason I asked that is when I was growing up which was um in the ice age they never you couldn't do anything sports related school or rec on Sunday like there was it was sacred and now pff, ask a parent who's got a kid in a in in sports they're at every Sunday they're at a tournament somewhere so how long yeah, till Christmas Day gets invaded I don't. I don't think it's impossible. And if it does happen, it would be one of those, um, you know, big uh, holiday shootouts where the high school game kind of imitates the summer AAU leagues, and teams come in from all over the country, like the like the St. Louis Camelex shootout or something like that, and they wind up playing over the Christmas break. And oh, we might as well just throw a game or two on Christmas Day in the, in the mix there just to make sure that the schedule runs smoothly and you know all of a sudden uh, all of a sudden there's another uh, there's another line crossed by the high school folks in in pursuit of money yeah it's it's not impossible i mean i yeah. like when like you said when when we were younger there was just nothing happening between the end of the you know the semester break and the you know the resumption after New Year's, but heck, now the day after Thanksgiving is one of our busiest days because everybody plays in in a holiday tournament all over the state and country, and it's the same thing with the week between Christmas and New Year's. Everybody's playing two or three games, and, and sometimes as far away as like Hawaii and Florida and Texas. That's uh, yeah, that's pretty crazy. Like the travel stuff has trickled down. Well, I guess it's again an outgrowth of youth sports 
where people travel and you don't feel like you're involved in anything if you're not traveling. So high school teams like the upper level programs are now starting to travel and it's um boy man it's it's a it's a beast it's a monster. Now I'm not saying that we're going to see um, Verona play Sun Prairie on Christmas Day, but I think in high school there will be at some point some high school made for TV game. And, like, nothing sacred. And I, I don't know, even, is there an official rule on practicing on Sundays? Because I know with rainouts and things and and just availability and some coaches might have informal stuff, and it just doesn't seem like Sunday is uh, an untouchable day anymore. Well, well, I didn't uh, I didn't check the WIA's rule book on this, but I'm, I'm working off memory, and I think I'm right when I say that it's not against the rules to have a practice or a, even a game on a Sunday, but it, it, it has to be 100% voluntary for all participants. Uh. Um, I remember when uh, Mequon Homestead, I forget who they were playing, but they were playing a football game on a Saturday, and there was a power outage, and they couldn't finish the game, so what they did was they got together on Sunday afternoon and played the second half of that game. Wow. And, Nobody raised a big stink about it, really. You know, I ran over for an hour of football, and this crowd was pretty sparse. But uh, you could understand why they had to do it that way. They couldn't really wait till Monday because they had to play again on Friday. You know, so yeah, what are you going to do? That's extenuating um, circumstances. That was the act of God, right? That was, you know, right, right. Yeah. And then sometimes they'll they'll have a voluntary practice on a Sunday if there's, for instance, a holiday tournament on Monday and Tuesday during the winter break or whatever. I don't think I don't think I heard of any football practices on Sunday, you know, during the past few weeks. But there might have been a camp or something that that had a, you know, they they can have five days of contact outside of practice. But I don't think that, that that's a I don't think it's a big problem. I remember um, I, I played high school hoops with a guy who um, was the tallest guy on our team. wasn't very good. Interestingly, a lot of times your big your big guys aren't that good. Sadly, we would have been a better club. But then. Uh, he was presented with, we were, his season had just started and we were getting rolling and deer hunting season came around and he had a tradition of, you know, his father, grandfather, uncles and stuff went to deer camp for a weekend and he wanted to miss practice. I don't think he was going to miss a game, but he was going to miss practices. And he told the coach and the coach said, you got the rest of your life to hunt. This is high school basketball time. Make a choice. And the guy said, I'll see you later. And he put on his blaze orange jacket and nice. rode off into the sunset. And we lost our tallest guy on the team. I'm probably, he probably made the right choice. Rest your life. I don't, think he's, I don't think he regretted it much. Yeah. But the coach on. gave him an ultimatum, and the guy quit. So, I mean, the people make sacrifices all the time and to play high school sports now. Well, uh, yeah, I heard an apocryphal story that knowing the person involved, it, it might very well be true, where a, 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 a youngster, well, he was 18, so back then it was legal, and he loved to drink all weekend, and uh, <laughs> and the, the coach knew about it and said, this year you're a senior, you have to choose, and by the way, this kid was all conference material, you have to choose drinking or sports. And he said, see you at the bar. <laughs> <laughs> Those were the days when 18 was the drinking age. We're talking to Art Kavalowski of the State Journal, high school sports editor. There's... Um, the the Twitterverse is starting to blow up. The NCAA has announced um, some recommendations that they're implementing. Announcement came today. Obviously, it's has sparked by college basketball and the FBI investigation, and they're trying to be proactive, which I can I can chuckle at. But among the announcements, um, they're implementing some of the recommendations made by that blue ribbon panel. Players can be repped by agents in college basketball, and well, and wait for it, high school basketball too, but. These agents must be certified through an NCAA program. 
I wonder how much money that's going to cost, just out of curiosity, how much revenue that will raise for the NCAA, because you know they don't have a lot. And then players can be eligible for the NBA draft and then return to school if they go undrafted. So this is like they can get agents. They don't have to do the whole dance that they used to do. Um, like uh, Vander Blue comes to mind and guys like that, you know. So you can get an agent, you can go to the draft, If you can, then you can go back to school. Now the question is, does the school hold a scholarship for you? Uh, and th- this is down to, they also announced that elite high school basketball recruits can get agents as well. They can be repped by agents. How do we determine what elite means? Well, initially, they say that USA Basketball will determine this. I see this just fraught with problems, Are like everything else with the NCAA. It's, you know, good idea in theory, but in practice, there are all kinds of loopholes and there's all kinds of headaches, and they are probably creating more problems than they're solving. Yeah, I think, you know, honestly, I think we've kind of lost college basketball. I think it's gone. I think it's uh, it, it's it's unfixable at this point. You would, at, at the very best, you could think about this latest decision as, uh, you know, those little blue hockey pucks you throw in the back of your toilet to keep things clean? Yeah. It's like throwing one of those into a giant cesspool. 2,000 flushes. <laughs> yeah, it's not going to yeah. do any good. Yeah. When you have, when, when this, the, the kid, that Bowen kid, when you hear like, oh yeah, DePaul was offering him 200 grand. DePaul, which sucks like an industrial-sized shop vac, is throwing around that kind of money to try to get players. Well, what, and you always wonder what's going on in Kentucky and Louisville and you know North Carolina and Duke. Yeah, I, I'm with you there. It's, 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 it seems to me that it is, uh, it's gone off the rails. Yeah, and it's hard to respect, uh, you, you know, the, the entire sport or the entire NCAA. It's, uh, the NCAA is a bunch of leeches feeding off young people who are being exploited, and they're turning every possibility to bring more money out of them into reality. And that happens uh, everywhere, including where I'm sitting right now. And it's, it's the only way to keep up, but... It doesn't make it, you know. Thank God I don't cover college basketball because I'd be I'd be driven crazy by some of the things I would hear and see. Yep, these changes I like to refer to things like this as um, eyewash. It's just like you're doing it for appearances, and it doesn't really mean anything, and it's not really, you know, it's it's a filthy mess. You know, just like you, you know, well, we talked about the high school teams going to play all over the. It used to be an educational experience. I remember Jim Gaz used to talk about. They they used to the Milwaukee King basketball team would go and play teams in lacrosse every year, and then they during the day they would tour a farm, they would tour a factory, and Gaz used that as a chance to teach his kids about what it's like to live out in the country in Wisconsin and to have a completely different lifestyle than the one they have. Well, now it's nothing but. Uh, I better go to. I better take my kids to Florida because their AAU team got to go to Florida. And if I want the kids to stay with my program instead of transferring, I got to take them on a trip. Well, that's filthy, and it's just going to ruin. It's going to ruin the high school game. It's going to ruin the integrity of it, and it's it's just going to all fall apart pretty soon because of all this filth that's getting introduced into it. And the thing about the agents for high school kids, I mean, my goodness, you know, my, what are we going to do now? Well, yeah. We're going to start recruiting sixth and, graders. And know? the idea that they're going to limit it and USA Basketball has to, has to give their seal. What if these guys don't play for U.S. or don't try out for USA Basketball or anything? They have to give their seal for this to happen. Why not just let the market dictate? If, a, if an agent wants to rep a player, like they're only going to go after the top players anyway, so let the market decide. It's just... Right. It's so. Oh, and they have to be certified and go through a program where the NCAA can suck more money out of the process. It's just, 
You're right. It's just misguided. Let's get to something. Let's get to something better. Let's get to the art appreciation portion of today's uh, segment. Art, you are a man of letters and culture, and we turn to you for cool things and regarding music, movies, videos, cool stuff. What do you got for us this week? Well, last night I, I uh, shifted my work shift up a little earlier so I could finish in time to go catch the late showing of the movie Sorry to Bother You which I had been wanting to see for a couple weeks now. And uh, it's, a, it's a really interesting movie. It, it's, it's not a complete success. Kinda, it, it, the reason this movie was made because, was because Get Out was such a big success, and they wanted another movie that explored those same themes. Um, it, it, it's, it's pretty brave and pretty surreal and pretty wacky. And on the other hand, it's kind of predictable at the end, and, and that's too bad. But... Uh, the last seven or eight minutes are pretty amazing. It's about this, this kid in Oakland who lives in his uncle's garage and can't find a job, and the first 20 minutes or so are a really good chance to see what it's like to live life like that, to just to want to have a better life, but there's really no options for you. And, and you get to understand, you know, a different life than yours, which I think is what movies do when they're at their best, you know. Um, and then he gets a job as a telemarketer, and the reason he gets the job is because he's caught lying to the hiring manager, and the hiring manager actually is impressed by that because he's going for a telemarketing job, and he needs people to lie all the time. So he, he, he winds up getting that job, and he's not selling much until his uh, cubicle neighbor, Danny Glover, teaches him to speak with a white voice while he's on the phone with people. And... Uh, the white voice is actually that of David Cross, which is kind of hilarious to watch. Lakeith Stanfield talk and David Cross's voice come out. Then um, he winds up getting promoted, and his first sale at, as a power caller is a $10 million deal selling slave labor to uh, make phones in China. And uh, he, he gets to meet the owner of this company, which... Um, it, it, which offers people a free place to live and no bills and f- three meals a day in exchange for owning them, which is kind of an allegation oh, or an allegory to slavery, you know? Yeah. And uh, from there, I can't really tell you what happens because nobody's really given up the spoilers, and I'm not going to be the first to do it, but it's pretty incredible, and it's, uh, it's... you know, even though the, the very ending is kind of exactly what you would have thought would happen, Getting there is a lot of fun. So All right, it's, let's, fun, it's a fun movie. Let's listen to a clip, Armin. Man, I'm just out here surviving, and what I'm doing right now won't even matter. Baby, baby, it will always matter. Thought you said you fixed that. Get a room. I got a room, mother. cash how much longer i gotta wait for my money god made this land for all of us greedy people like you want to hog it to yourself and your family and me and my family yeah cash is i'm your f-ing uncle i just really need a job 40 on two this is telemarketing stick to the script hey, hello um uh, mr davidson cash is green here sorry to bother let me give you a tip. You want to make some money here? Use your white voice. My white voice? I'm not talking about Will Smith's wife. Thank this young blood. Hey, Mr. Kramer. This is Langston from Regal View. 
The movie Sorry to Bother You in theaters. Art saw it, and he recommends it today on Art Appreciation. Now, Boots Riley, uh, did he write it and direct it? I think so, yeah. I, th- I and, think he uh, did. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's interesting. I got an art uh, uh, brush with fame with Boots Riley because um, he came through with Tom Morello when he, Tom Morello of Rage Against the Machine was doing a little thing called The Night Watchman, and Boots Riley was in an outfit called The Street Sweeper Social Club, and I had a friend who was actually playing bass with those guys, and I got to hang out with them at Turner Hall one night with Boots Riley and Tom Morello. It was pretty cool. And, uh, oh, that's cool, yeah. He had a lot of creative stuff going on. You could just tell he exuded this kind of creative thing, so glad he got a movie made, and it's cool. Uh, my recommendation is going to be a song and a band. I always surf for new things on the iHeartRadio app. I'm always looking for stuff to listen to. and uh, You get in the rabbit hole sometimes of stuff you like, spurs you into other stuff, and I'm always looking for new stuff. And this is a song by the band, uh, the band Camino. And by that, I mean that's what they call themselves, the band Camino. They thought El, they saw an El Camino when they were trying to think of a name for their band, and they came up with the band Camino. They're based out of Memphis. They're kind of electric, the modern, rocky, trippy a little bit. If you like, a little bit like the Killers and maybe a little bit like the 1975, let's take a listen to their song, Daphne Blue. Intern Josh is bobbing his head along. Oh, yeah. That song uh, will. It's a great song. Yeah, they have other tunes, and it's kind of like a various... uh, They're a little bit emo-y, but... They're just kind of interesting, so keep an eye on the band Camino. They might be going places. Who knows? I've I've touted other bands that have gotten gone on to be to do great things, and I've, some of them I've touted have ended up you know bagging groceries. So my track record is mixed when it comes to predicting what the oh, next big works. thing is. That's how. Yeah, you never know what's going to make somebody spark. But check out the band Camino and their stuff uh, out of Memphis. All right, Art, we're getting closer. High school football is in practice. I saw last night you did some ultimate crowdsourcing. You had a picture of a kid that you were trying to ID through Twitter. Well, I, I told all the Wanakee football fans, this, I t- that turned out to be the best picture I took at practice, and so one time I didn't go over to the kid and say, what's your name? <laughs> so I'm not much of a photographer when it comes to following through and stuff. So I tried to crowdsource the name. And uh, we had room for it in the paper this morning, but we didn't get any responses in time. But sure enough, uh, by 9 this morning, I had, I had three responses within a half hour after it was already too late to use it. So I'll go online and put his name in the, in the photo that we have online. But uh, the kid didn't get in the paper because they weren't responsive enough. Oh, there you go, Wanaki fans. It's a good thing they're good at football. <laughs> Art, thanks for joining us. We'll talk to you again next week. See ya. Art Kabalowski, he presides over Art Appreciation. Check him out at Art App Radio on Twitter. He always recaps what we talk about. Uh, we didn't have KB around, but it's good to have Art. And uh, his movie, Sorry to Bother You, and mine is The Band Camino. Check them out. All right. Um, we're going to play Figure It Out today. Mark Grant, Padres TV, going to join us as well. And Tom Haudricourt. Stay tuned. I'd listen to this show, The Drew Olson Show, powered by Wisconsin Harley-Davidson. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.